and welcome to week four of ScienceCast, where we have uh, two Kiwi lads who are tracking and hopping onto the Northampton Saints bandwagon uh, for the season. So this is Guy, and I'm here with our other host, Andrew. How are you? I'm great. Yeah, I'm feeling really good. I mean, what a weekend for the Saints. What a weekend. What introduction. All Saints pure shores. Yeah. Jeepers, yeah, what a song. Incredible band. And if you did miss that reference, it's by the All Saints, and it's our new um, theme song. License or unlicensed? <laughs> See how long. I might have to, if, if something happens, we might have to just change it up. I mean, there's there's a few other options we can have going on. Any insights from our viewers would be great or listeners. Yeah, um, and yeah, any requests from royalties of royalties from the from the All Saints um, band will be, you know, met with a letter from our lawyer, or you know, we don't make any money off this podcast, so yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, let's go straight into it, Andrew. So, I mean, yet again, we come up with some sort of interesting way for us to watch these damn Northampton games when they're on yeah. TV, do we? What and happened this week? Oh, it's been a real roller coaster. So after um, chewing out the Premiership rugby and just kind of UK sports consumption in general over the way that some games, you know, some professional games aren't televised. Some are. It's all very confusing. We found a way to watch it on Bet365, which we've been doing for the last two weeks. Um, the, uh, you know, and that actually had its advantages because I don't think we w- it would have been really hard to actually watch oh, the game yeah. if it was televised. I know. If it wasn't on Bet365 on the app. Right, exactly, exactly. And I mean, we were at um, a bottomless brunch and it was able to, you know, we were able to easily just seamlessly without much... Um, movement be able to watch a few aspects well, of the game <laughs> we would share it we were sitting across the table from each other at the bottomless brunch we would kind of sh- like leave it on each other's thighs slash our own thighs and what try to try to sneak peeks at what was happening without getting yelled at by people too much yeah um, um yeah. but like also importantly from that andrew um and takeaways um what were your thoughts on the salty dog drink it was really good. We we did actually, uh, I think that's like a gin grapefruit. Gin and grapefruit drink. mix. And yeah. I had to actually educate everyone there that it, um, if you're on birth control, it um, cancels that out. Yeah. Wasn't an issue for too many people. But, no, no. So, um, um, female listeners, take note. Yeah, I, I read that a few years ago. Yeah. And I don't know how credible or true it still is. But um, we did record a short podcast after the game. Um but we did have quite a few salty fizzes or salty dogs or whatever they were called. And it was not only unintelligible and slurred, it was downright defamatory. You said some things about Andrew Callaway that I don't think we can repeat. I don't think we can. <laughs> and, and we shan't. But um, no, it was all our love for the lad. Um, he had a cracker. But yeah, so moving on to that, um, speaking of Callaway, and let's just move into our thoughts on the game, Andrew. So, um, I mean, this week we had Chris Boyd up against um, Pat Lamb, so the Boydometer against the Laminator. Um, <laughs> Two former Southern Hemisphere coaches, yeah. Pat Lamb for the Blues and Chris Boyd, Boyd for, for the, the Hurricanes. Hurricanes. Um, and you could tell, I mean, with a with a super rugby scoreline of 45-40, yeah. <laughs> that was always going to happen. But um, I thought, shit, I, I, I really thought that Pat Lamb um, played that side really well. Um, they attacked really, really well. Um, but again, Chris Boyd, just as he did with the Canes against the Blues, just always had one up on the lad. Yeah, well, um, what did you what did you think the kind of hallmarks were? You mentioned a few during the game of kind of Pat Lamb rugby and Chris Boyd rugby. Yeah, um, so as as I've said before, like Chris Chris Boyd loves attacking off um, different 
areas. So he 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 loves moving the point of attack off nine, off ten, off twelve, and likes to keep teams guessing. Um, Pat Lamb is quite different in the fact where he plays a lot from quite deep. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, and we'll we move on to how that um, affected one of our aspects later on. But um, it, it gives him the ability to get the ball wide. Um, really quickly and he loves using guys like John Alpha and Steve Luatur as ball players um, as first receivers and really really are ball players um, where more so with Northampton as they pivot off Francis Bigger and Reinach um, so that's that's a big difference um, but yeah luckily we came away with it yeah it was an incredible game right and we watched the full replay yesterday and it was um, just an absolute tri-fest and Obviously, the weather helped with that. Oh, great. Um, great one one thing that I kept noticing during the replay was um, these Northern northern Hemisphere commentators really need to work on their pronunciation. Oh, uh, my word. <laughs> they were saying, like, uh, Steve... Steve Lutua. Steve Lutua. Alipati Lua. Alipati Lua. Harry Melander, which yeah. is clearly <laughs> Bellingham. Come on. Yeah. Like, uh, that one yeah. should be easy for him. Um, get, get us back in the outside. Um, but, yeah, so... Um, I mean, some, some English names are as hard as the Polynesian names to pronounce. Apparently. Yeah. Um, okay, anyway, Andrew, so glass half full, mate. What, what was it? Uh, glass half full for me, um, I can't remember what we... Oh, yeah, no, so it was a set. It was a set piece. Um, you know, we did... We glass half empty last week, or maybe the week before was... Set piece um, last set piece. Week, yeah. um, and so we've really got a... Uh, we've really got a good props to the boys. Like, uh, what were our line-out stats? We are 14 from 14 from lineouts. Yep. Did we steal any lineouts? Um, yeah. Well, they... Well, two. So, I mean, oh, yeah. Bristol were quite good, good as well, but... Really good conditions yeah. for it. There are only two Northampton scrums. Um, they won both of them. Again, probably the, the you know, uh, 17 degree and sunny conditions helped. Um, the uh, Bristol also got nine out of nine. So, really, it was just, you know, the set piece was a good platform for both teams, really. Um... What were your thoughts on the uh, glass half full, glass half empty? Um, yeah, well, I mean, you've, you've said a lot about the set piece. Um, it was good to see that comeback come on. I mean, I don't think Bristol have the greatest um, forward pack going around, but um, we're hell of a back three. But, yeah, we'll see how we go um, this weekend coming up. But for, for me, glass half empty was defense. I mean, if you're conceding 40 points, that's always going to be an issue. Um so what I notice, Andrew, is yeah. like we play this interesting. I mean, it, it is a pattern, but it, it was pretty much led by Francis Bigger or um, Collins or Col- yeah Collins and Burrell, where they have third man out rush. So, so, so any, any of the backs, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> well, sometimes the forwards like Ribbons did it a fair bit, and Courtney Laws, but Courtney Laws always rushes out the line. Um, but they have a third man person rush out um, and try to like suck the attackers back into and make them play back inwards so which that's, so that's attacker going first receiver second receiver and then they go try and either spin it wide or keep keep spreading it and you've got a third man rushing up and trying to turn you back yeah well even the, even so it's pretty much the third or fourth man so it's pretty much just outside 10 12 that, okay. that guy rushes up oh, yeah. and it just tries to turn them back in but like as i said before with pat lamb and his playing is they play second man attack and play quite deep which means that it's actually quite easy for them to get around and that happened quite a lot yeah um i mean this game we said what there was i mean in a game of rugby there's 38 clean breaks 80 or 20 by um bristol so uh that's 
that's getting beyond almost ridiculous. Great attack from us, but um, yeah, I think it's just something that maybe it's adjustment yeah. to come in, like just changing up um, and just recognizing that this is going to be an issue and maybe presenting a bit softer um, on that defensive side because we got ourselves caught quite a lot down the short side, not being able to cover yeah. um, just because of that man rushing up, which was an issue. But in saying that, um, they also did have a lot of possession. So what was that? 58% possession. Yeah. Um, so they were going to have a lot more ball. They had a lot more rucks. Um, yeah, so um, in saying that, I think also, I mean, our cover D was very, very good. Yeah, led by um, a certain man, which I guess we can go into next, which is our, we're assigning three points, two points, and one points mm. uh, to any of the Northampton players. So who, who got one point, Andrew? Uh, so one point got, uh, was assigned to Andrew Calloway. Um if that is his real name. I think so. <laughs> um, and I, what we noticed was a really good relationship between him and Tom Collins. Um, and, yeah, just a lot of kind of running off each other, supporting each other. Mm. They've obviously got both got the pace and the game sense to do that. So that's a relationship we want to see keep um, progressing. The reason Collins didn't get any points this week, um, although he is an exciting talent, is that he missed quite a few tackles. Um, I guess around those fringes. Batteries. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he I means 64 metres made by Killaway, which is great coming off the bench when Piers went down injured, came into 13. Yeah. Um, but good game, second game for the club. Um, two points mentioned defensively, Corbus Reinach just cleaning up everyone's mess was absolutely outrageous. Yeah. Um, he was phenomenal. So um, those breaks down the fringes that we were talking about, he was the one covering them. Unfortunately, they did turn into try scoring opportunities sometimes. But yeah, he was always the one but there. There was he? there was one where he cleaned up Le- Alapati Leua and then got up and just put a huge hit on. He popped it to Stephen Luatua and Kubis Rana got off the ground and just pumped him. Yeah, it's like two tackles in literally a split second and um, stopped them in their tracks. Turned the ball over, kicked it downfield. Yeah, Tom Collins chased and we had a line out in there twenty two. Yeah, it was um it was an incredible effort. So. Two points for Corvus. Um, we've given him a bit of stick previously, but well we done, mate. Have, yeah. Well done, mate. Deserved it. Yeah. And um, three points um, this week went to uh, Tamana Harrison. I don't know how the um, how the commentator would pre- uh, pronounce I that. I think they just go for the last name. Eh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> T. Harrison. Um, and yeah, he was just, you know, a phenomenon. He made how many tackles? 22. 22 tackles, um, which, was, which was an incredible effort. But you, it was just so obvious, like, the intent, um, the leg drive, you know, when he was carrying, he was throwing elbows everywhere, um, legally or illegally, but, you know, he'd always be just really, really um, in it to make those extra four or five metres, which, yeah. you know, it, it didn't get any tries, but, you know, he, kind of, he, set, he set a lot of platform. and Yeah, yeah. kind of reminds me of Adi Savi, and oh, like yeah. just, that, just a lot of limbs running everywhere. Yeah. Just so hard to tackle. I mean, like, also, I mean, 22 tackles, zero missed tackles. You just know oh, he's yeah. doing the... Yeah, does something well and then yeah. <laughs> yeah. comes out a um, <laughs> good apodiki kid. Um, but yeah, so well done to those lads. Uh, we you know we tally the points, but the points don't matter. Um, so what we're gonna do as well is we came out with old King Carlos last week, but old player um, for the club, and I think it's quite fitting that um, it's the great Pat Lamb. Yeah. That sits in this week, so coaching the opposition, but um, played a lot of games for Northampton. So, I mean, roughly, I think, 
how many? Almost 50, just under 43 games. Um, between when was it? 1998 and 2001. Um, got them to lift the Heineken Cup. Apparently, it was like the man of the match or player of the oh, tournament wow. in 2000. So, um, did a hell of a lot for the club. Were we supporting them then? Um, that was longer than three weeks ago, wasn't it? It was, yeah. yeah. But I mean, uh, you know, when when we go out to Franklin Gardens, we talk about the good old days with people. Um, they, <laughs> um, <laughs> they need to know, may not need to know. But yeah, so Dennis traps around the place um, and uh, got one up for the boys this week by letting us win. Yeah. And I, I remember him as the coach of the Blues growing up and just getting, like, as, as the coach of the, the Auckland Blues is wants to do, just getting so much stick from everybody. I don't yeah. know if he was there for the, the kind of initial um, heyday in the early 2000s. No, 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 no. He was coach of Auckland from 04. So after oh, the I see. Um, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so, I mean, he part of the Blues 09 to 2012. And um, I know he did he did an all right job with them. Took them to, their, I think, their last finals. Of, not actual final but semi-finals or quarter-finals or whatever the house of rugby does these days yeah um but yeah so i mean he was a good coach for them unfortunately the blues just haven't um done great things but he's also um took connacht to win the pro 12 oh, when yeah. he coached them took them from obscurity i mean mm. they've already competed with the likes of leinster and munster in mm. ireland let alone um the others outside of that with glasgow edinburgh and cardiff etc so um, he took a small team um, with the help of old Bandiaki and took them to lift the title. Bandiaki! So um, he'll do good things with Bristol, but um, hopefully not as good as Chris Boyd. <laughs> so yeah, um, Pat Lamb, congrats um, on your career and congrats on letting us get the victory. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I We did. Uh, so next week. Let's talk about next week. It's yeah. the derby. It is, yeah. Um, so here we go. We First are. ever Northampton game that we're going to attend. We've got our jerseys. We bought them on a website. Who? Uh, Lovell Lovel Sports or Lovell Rugby? Yeah, yeah. Um, shout out to Lovell Rugby if you want to give us a percentage or for free other free kit. Let yep. us know. They are neon green. They and are they're fourteen green. pounds, and we're very happy with them. We are, and I mean to go along with the theme of the color, we're drinking the Joker IPA, which is very neon green in color as well. Yeah, at the moment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's at Twickenham, which is going to be great. Um, hopefully a close to full stadium. Yeah. Well, it's how many does it seat? 100,000? 80,000? 80. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if we get that many, but yeah, probably they will shut the top ground. But um, yeah, um, we'll see how that goes. And you've got yourself in a bit of a, um, in a, in a bit of... Financial trouble. Um, yeah. Do you want to kind of talk our listeners through the potential debacle <laughs> yeah. and potential... Look, um, so, um, well, I don't think it's a debacle. I mean, there's there's positives at the end of every tunnel, right? But, um, so, I don't know whether I did this here when I was sober or drunk, but um, for this weekend, they were doing a silent auction for um, for this weekend. Obviously, Rob Horn, um, it's Rob Horn Foundation. Uh, donation thing so uh, what you could do is through Northampton and Hyundai is uh, you could get a trip to in Hyundai vans to Twickenham back from Twickenham in vans uh, well Hyundai yeah well seven seaters I assume it's not a it's not a two door it might be handed that I guess they don't make limos but this is just it's just a okay yeah, yeah. finish finish um, and so it. yeah and so I I entered it as a solid auction 
Uh, the minimum bid was 150 quid. Um, I put the minimum not thinking that I'd win it. Um, obviously no one entered because I won it. I then woke up to an email saying congrats and uh, 150 quid out my account. Which I was like, sweet Mary, that's um, less than ideal. But yeah, so um, this weekend we get to travel in style and, and, buy, <laughs> and you and tried, my van. Your, your plan once you got the email was just to not email them back. And yeah. then you realised when you looked at your account that you'd already given them your credit card info. Yeah, I had. It was already gone. So, um, um, not great. So we'll let you know how that goes. I um, do have some questions. Yeah, go for So what, it seems to me that what was, like, how could you win that situation? You know, entering the minimum bid, hoping not to win. Um, Look, um, in hindsight, it wasn't the smartest thing I've done in my life. Um, but... Yeah, I was just hoping there'd be a lot more free stuff included or, like, just fun stuff or, like, not necessarily kit, but just, like, um, props or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like, just some fun stuff. <laughs> um, it's not. It's just a car ride. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a, a car trip. ride. No, not a car. It's a van ride. Oh, van, yeah. From maybe where we live. Maybe we have to meet them somewhere. I don't know. Maybe um, if you meet them in Northampton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah. luckily I'm not financially tied to this, but we do have how many people going? To we the have game? five of us. Five converted Northampton fans. Yeah. All Kiwis. Um, and we'll be piling into the Hyundai and, and going down yeah. to the yeah. Derby game, which, again, not really sure why it's not at either of the grounds, but we'll figure that. We'll let you know next week. But um, I'm planning on chewing ear to see if we can get some free stuff from it anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, so Andrew... Um, I think we got to do a couple of shout-outs. Oh, yeah. We've um, had people emailing in. And yeah. now is a good time to plug our newly running social media. So yes. any feedback, um, and this can be in the form of a short audio clip, um, ideally around a minute or less. Or less. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're running a feedback line. So in the, in the spirit of like late-night talkback radio, we just want you to give us your thoughts on the podcast, on the Saints, anything that you want to tell us, negative, positive, um, we just ask you to keep the language um, kind of in sort check. Of, yeah. Um, so send those through to uh, saintscastpodcast at gmail.com. Is it Saint, saintscast? Yes, saintscast saintscastpodcast podcast. at yeah. gmail.com. Yeah. Yep. Um, and podcast at gmail.com. Yep. Um, we also have an Instagram account, which is freshly up and running. It's saintscast is the username so feel free to follow that there'll be all sorts of um rugby banter there's right now there's just a selfie of us in our new jerseys because we're so excited but um but yeah those are our two uh social media channels feel free to, to get in touch uh shout outs this week one one for me first just i'm um, going to plug a plug a shout out to our first sponsor hyundai um, who are Hyundai? Our who we're paying? Cars, <laughs> our official car no, supplier. We're paying Rob Rob Rob, Rob Horn one hundred and fifty. Yeah. So well, that's it. The, um, Hyundai and Rob Horn Foundation, um, two two great supporters of the car, of the podcast. Yeah. Thank you. An amateur podcaster is paying one hundred fifty pounds to a professional sports <laughs> exactly. player. Exactly. Um, yeah. Um, and then we got a couple of people shout outs, right? So yep. um. We've got someone uh, just reading it here. Eli, Daniel, and Sierra Ackford. Yeah. Uh, shout out from Vancouver. So um, uh, with them along is uh, Darwood, Ibrahim, 
Um, oh, Simon S- Mogilevich. He's a big listener. Yeah. yeah. And um, old Ayman Al Zawahiri. Yep. Felician um, Kabuga. Yeah. And oh, who we can't forget, uh, Matteo Messina Denario. Yep. And oh, yeah, he's, he's been a long time listener. We hear yeah. from him quite a lot. Omid yeah. Tavili. Yeah. Oh, Omid. Good lad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so all of them are massive. Uh, thanks for getting in touch and yeah you equally as special yeah can't wait for the derby we're very excited guys uh, mm-hmm. thanks for listening see you next week come on you saints come on you saints like it oh, oh, oh I want to be in that rumba and the saints go over there oh over there